Welcome to the bonus episode. Just as a reminder, this show is for mature audiences. Please enjoy. Hey, look, it's, hey, a, look, butterfly. it's a butterfly. It's a butterfly. Reading Rainbow. Hello. Hello. It's us with our Animorphs books. Here for the Bone Zone episode of the month. Woo! Woo! As we dive into uh, this series where we read one book over the course of the whole year. Uh, and we read it at a painstakingly slow pace. I know. Because there's only like 110 pages of Animorphs the Invasion by K.A. Applegate. It's definitely just, it gives me whiplash compared to our main episodes. <laughs> where, in fact, just the way that things are working out with our busy busy schedules uh, we had to read a shakespeare work within the span of a week and a week a week <laughs> yeah so versus this one where we're like i read 12 pages and i'm now taking a month off you know like yeah so we read chapters 19 and 20 right i thought it was 19 through 21 okay let's do it <laughs> I did read those chapters that you just listed. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, yeah, I forgot. You actually did your freaking homework and did it correctly. Wait, okay, yeah, you're totally right. 19 through 21, 22, 23. Okay, I got it. I freaking got it. God, this... <laughs> we are that? trying. We're what trying. We it's Leo season. It's Leo season. It's my season. I'm doing awesome in this Leo season. Me, I'm okay. horrible. And that's the <laughs> end of it. Oops. <laughs> it's okay well technically again when this comes out it won't be leo season so so oh, yeah shit. we read chapters 19 to the end of 21 yep mm -hmm. and <laughs> overall i will say i liked these chapters i think yeah they had really great like crescendos you know rising action to a climax which mm -hmm. is not always the case all right sometimes the no. chapters are real dunces we start where um, Jake says, we left straight from the mall, hopping a bus to the gardens. And I fully believe that this is Bush Gardens because he mentions that there's like roller coasters and stuff um, in addition to the animal exhibits. Where again does this take place? Oh, well, he mentioned at the beginning that he will not tell you oh, where right. he lives. But where's the Bush Gardens? There's one in Virginia. Oh, there's and... one in Tampa. Another in Tampa. There you go. <laughs> End of story. Have you, have you been to either one? No, I didn't even know what the Bush Gardens was. Oh, I've been to both, and they're. Oh wow. Fun. Okay. Well, just to catch the readers up, the kids are going to an animal enclosure area to garner DNA so that they can fight the Yurks later that night. Yeah. And then, what bugged me is so they get to the. <laughs> yeah. They get to the the zoo portion or you know the gardens and Tobias says I don't really need to go in I'm happy with just my hawk more I don't want to be anything else and I was like guys <laughs> shut up it's not about what you want and I'm no. glad that you found your kindred spirit with like being an animal I forget what that yeah. is called this is not about you okay right as we mentioned in our last episode, we don't really know if there are limits on how many animals they can have. Like, do they get mixed up? Do they forget them, etc. Yeah. So, Tobias, you have nothing to lose by getting more animals, as far as we know. So, like, and far, just and go and do, get more animals. Yeah, if you do, just go touch a hawk again, and you'll be fine. Yeah, like, just get a different like, hawk. Like, Cassie owns a hawk. 
That will always Don't be you want to try an owl? Don't you want to try uh, 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 a kite? Yeah, don't you want to be a kite? A little cockatiel? <laughs> or don't you want to be a flea, as Marcus suggests? Yeah. <laughs> so then they are exploring through the gardens. And then this is my part where I'm just like silly, foolish little children. They're walking yes. by and Jake is like, this place is great. There's the gardens with the rides, but then there's a zoo. If I were an animal and I had to be in a zoo, <laughs> I'd want to be there. And I'm like, Jake, zoos are bad. You do not want to be anywhere Stop near it. there. But Stop sure, Jake, it. if you had to choose. Oh my God. Yeah, well, and I'm not saying, I'm also not saying anyone who works at a zoo is like malicious, evil person out to do right. harm. But just zoos as institutions, I'm just like, I don't think so, y'all. Sorry. Yeah. Listen. Listen. Let's so ca- the full page of details on what is included it's in the zoo. It's kind of boring. Like I'm not going to lie. The cold area. I know. I was like, oh, alrighty. And then Cassie says the words, okay, now everyone stay together and try not to be too suspicious looking. <laughs> and it's like, thanks, Cassie. I'm glad that someone finally said it. I know. Okay, this is my favorite line. She says, um... there's walkways behind all these exhibits that's how they feed the animals and give them meds or whatever meds are medicine (laughs) sorry and i'm like dude that's not lingo (laughs) oh my god i'm like cassie it's okay i don't know who that line is for (laughs) and cassie starts to get their like they get their story straight she's like just tell them more with my mom i can't be saving the world from alien invaders if i'm grounded classic (laughs) Uh, but i I would say that's very like middle grade middle grade like stories where you're like i have to save the world but also i have a math test tomorrow yeah exactly and then they they have this great exchange where they stop at like one door and cassie's like how do you guys feel about gorillas she's describing what like the personality of the gorilla big jim big 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 jim Jim. yeah she describes the personality of big jim uh and jake says oh you mean does one of us would acquire its DNA? Yeah, Jake, Jake stay with the program. So obtuse. Oh my god. And then Rachel, that is what we're here, Jake, the voice of reason. Um, and then she batted her eyes at Marco. Mm-hmm. How about you, Marco? Haven't you always wanted to be a big hairy guy? I feel like there was a joke in there somewhere and they just didn't like, they're like, they wrote, I don't. like, <laughs> insert joke about teenage boy being big and hairy. Marco being gorilla. But they didn't like ever finish yeah. it through. No. And then... Marco's like, not going to go with it. And then Jake turns on his manipulator mm-hmm, mm-hmm. personality and says, I knew how to handle him. Maybe Marco should try something easier for his first morph. You know, like a cuddly little koala or something. And that did it. And then Mar- Marco's like, let's fucking go. Yeah, he just reverse psychologies his friend, which I think, again, <laughs> shows how fragile Mar- Marco is. Yeah. I did like this line from Marco. So he's handing <laughs> uh, the apple to Big Jim and he says, I loved your work in King Kong versus Godzilla, Marco told the ape. And I thought that was pretty funny. I was like, all right, Marco. See, there are jokes in here. That one was fully thought through. The other one about Rachel butting her eyes, uh, piss poor. Uh, And then they make this, like, false tension because this, like, worker comes zooming down the hall in an electric cart. So then they all shuffle out and they just stand there. And this guy literally says, hey. (laughs) And then moves on. That was my one thing. I was like, I was not a fan of that in, in these chapters. Yeah, But it was really just this moment, but this one moment where, yeah, this false tension, which I think could work if this was a movie. Right. And you, but like in the, on the page, this doesn't work except for there's no. some joke because it says in the back of the cart were two large white bus 
white plastic buckets full of something brown and horrible smelling, which I'm assuming is mm. manure. All right, I'm just going to take a guess. <laughs> so I guess that was a great poop yeah. joke, but I was a little annoyed that that was there. Because to me, yeah, it this is a waste of it time. Didn't do it for me. <laughs> no. Um, and then they start to like debate where they're going to go next. But then another another person shows up, and this one is a security guard. Um, and they basically just scatter. Yep. <laughs> like their solution is to split up and like sprint. So um, three of them go one way, and Marco and Jake they have this whole like little Mario Kart time because they steal a golf cart. <laughs> Marco and Jake continue to have this like this is the Marco and Jake moment. Marco says, it's just like driving bumper cars, right? <laughs> Jake says, only you try not to hit anything. A couple of clowns in this. Yeah. Um, it's supposed to be a real buddy-buddy moment. Just to, to remind you, they are best friends. Which until now, I think that that has been lacking, to yeah. be honest. So it was kind of nice. But then, yeah, like they go down this hallway where the golf cart can't go. They have to ditch it. Um, they try two doors, but they choose one. There's a rhino in it. And they're like, ah! And so they choose the other one. And they're like, not no one comes through the door, but they're in this jungle. Uh, and then Jake decides to like sit down. Um, I squatted down on my haunches. My butt touched something more. And at first, I was like, oh, he pissed himself. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Um, he says, Marco, is there something behind me? What is it? Marco says, uh, Jake, it's a tiger. <laughs> dun dun dun. That's the end of chapter nineteen. I do want to say I, I really liked the lead-in to the tiger bit. Cause, so it says, um, we opened the door and ran through. There were trees all around us, trees and grass. Uh, there were people lined up behind a railing. They were high up, or else we were low down. That wall is high for a reason. Uh, why haven't the guards come after us? So there were parts I weren't totally in love with, but I did like the peppering in of like them taking in the their surroundings one detail Surrounding. at a time and us as well with the reader. That is a good point, yeah. So we go into chapter 20. Jake immediately knows that this is a male Siberian yep. tiger. Marco says, I have an idea. Let's leave. Jake is like, don't run. It'll freak him out. And then he's like, oh, I know. I'll acquire him. And then, so yeah, Jake's like, yeah, it'll put him in the trance. He succeeds in doing that. And the tiger is placated, so they start running. A different tiger comes out because there's more. Uh, there is more than one. But they make it. They scramble up the ladder, uh, and then they're in the crowd of people, I guess, because that's how easy it is to get. Yeah, out no, of dude. It. I was surprised. I guess that's that a good point. It was just like we let go, we hurried up the ladder, and it was over. Like there was no tension building, and I was yeah. like, okay, fine. But I was just very surprised. Right. Yeah. Um, they're in. So they're in the crowd of people, and Marco says, "Should we morph?" And I was like, "What are you gonna morph into, Marco the gorilla?" I don't even think he acquired the gorilla. I think. We, yeah, I have no clue. I think Marco is still empty empty satchel yeah they like reunite with the others immediately outside the doors um uh and the other three had a grand old time just running around acquiring other animals while the other two were like racing for their lives and they don't believe them. i know i'm just like don't be rude <laughs> they don't believe that jake and marco went through this harrowing experience together okay and that is the end of chapter 20 and we go into chapter 21 21, which we both read. We yeah. both read it. Yeah, I maybe do. Maybe yeah. different mental sections of our minds. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Jake has returned home. Yes. And he's having a good old-fashioned American dinner. <sighs> with his nuclear family. Yeah, with his nuclear family. My family is very old-fashioned about dinner. We all have to sit at the table. 
no TV. My mom's a writer, so she hates TV unless it's one of her favorite programs. And I do believe as a kid, he would think that. He would just be like, well, because she's yeah. here, it's not that maybe she just wants to spend time with her sure. fucking family. She's, he's like, no, it's because mm-hmm. of her job. Yeah. And so it's funny because the first question, his mom is asking, where have you been all afternoon and evening? And Jake says, where have I been? Uh, hanging out, you know, hanging with Marco. And I'm like, this is not a high pressure interrogation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get that you are lying. Like he does. He cannot tell them what he is actually doing, but he's actually, again, he just cannot not act suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> his dad's like, I don't know why you bother to ask because the answer is always the same. Hanging out. Jake says, so what did you do at work today, dad? Hung out. He said, give me a wink and we all laughed. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I actually did. I thought this was a little cute moment for, I, uh, yeah. uh, between the family unit. We also learned that sure. his dad is, let me just explain. So Jake glances over at Tom and like, you know, knows that he's going to the Yerk thing tonight, but he's trying to be mm-hmm. casual about it. And he still doesn't want to believe that his brother's a controller, but he's like, Tom, what are you doing? And Tom's like, I'm just, I'm doing whatever I want. And then he's like, <laughs> why do I have to check in with you? And then the dad says, a girl, I know these things. I'm a doctor. And so yeah. that's obviously a joke, but I was like, so his dad is a doctor though, unless he was just not, right. I interpreted that his dad is a doctor and his mom is a writer. And yeah, Jake's like trying to, I don't know what he's exactly trying to achieve with Tom because he's like, do you want to hang out with me? Do you want to shoot some hoops tonight? Like, where are you going? Maybe you're just afraid to shoot hoops with me. Maybe I kick your butt. And Tom's like, yeah, that's it. Happy now? Like, he's acting like a teen, like successfully, but he's really just not answering Jake. And I'm like, what? Jake is, his emotions are clouded. No, his judgment's clouded. (laughs) He talks about like, he's like so sad. It's like. There's no way to know who is a controller or who isn't. No way. It's what makes them so hard to stop. They can be anyone, anywhere. Even a person you think you know. A person you admire. Look up to. Love. That was powerful stuff. Snaps. Snaps. Yeah. <laughs> it's very sad. And then, uh, I don't know, they like leave. And for some reason, he has to call his friends. Like, they don't have a predetermined plan. I guess dinner does, like, is an unknown factor with families. Sure. I mean, that's um, true for me. Um, I tried to call Cassie, but I got her mother instead. Cassie's mom is very chill about the fact that Cassie's like missing. Like she went outside and has not come home at night. I mean, I I think I read it as that she was concerned, but like she's not going to tell her concerns to this, her friend's kid. Yeah. Her her friend's kid. Her kid's friend. So the way I interpret (laughs) it, like on the page, the mom says, yes, I'm sure she's fine. And then la- mm-hmm. the new li- the line after that is, right, she was about as sure as I was. I think a lot of this book reads like a script and is open to a lot of interpretation that would yeah. be good for like translating onto screen. But as a book, I don't think it does enough. Like I think it's way no. too vague mm-hmm. and it doesn't paint a picture for me. Oh my God. I love your analysis today. I love that you're picking up on these little details. Oh my gosh. Thank you so um, much. As I sped I read this. so and- much. 20 minutes ago. <laughs> 20 minutes ago. <laughs> um, so he makes up with Marco, Rachel, Cassie's missing. Where's Tobias? And Rachel points at the sky. Because <laughs> he's still just being his hawk self. And then Jake explodes. He says, what is the matter with him? He's got a two-hour time limit. We don't know how long this is going to take. Yeah, so then he's like, oh, the night doesn't seem right. Like, we don't know where Cassie is. And Tobias came in and already morphed. Which I'm also, again, I'm like, Tobias, stop putting your personal desires yeah. in the way like first of all i still don't understand what the rules are like what if he just morphs back into a human and then morphs back does the hour does the two yeah. hours reset no one knows 
I think so. Like, I would think so, but he's whatever. Jake is freaking out. But I am just like, Tobias, can you not be a hawk for like a yeah. freaking second? I know you're like, <laughs> yeah. I know it's your new identity, but I need you to stop for the good of, of humanity. <laughs> um, It just doesn't line up because Tobias is like, in this for like the noble reason he's like i we have to do this for the andalite mm-hmm. like it's we have to do this i guess like cuz it's the right thing to do but he's like the least helpful he's just is not doing anything that like actually aligns with that goal like mm-hmm. with the morphing when he's like no i want to be a hawk and it's like no how does that contribute to the goal here which is to win this intergalactic war <laughs> and then they like pepper in like a tiny clue that i was just like intriguing so Tobias swooped down and perched on Rachel's shoulder. It surprised me a little. Mm-hmm. Why would Tobias perch on Rachel's shoulder? She rubbed her head against him a little. <laughs> uh, excuse me. They basically <laughs> kissed, okay? Yeah. That's a ki- they're cuddling, okay? They are cuddling. It's very weird. But then they just move on. Yeah. He's like, whatever. Tobias says, are we doing this or not? And then they all look at Jake waiting for him to decide. <sighs> Ugh. Oh my god. Not my um, president. That's all I gotta say. No. <laughs> yeah, I did not my vote. No. Um and then the school was locked up for the night. But Barco had taken care of that little problem. He knew of a window in the science lab that didn't lock. Classic Marco. <laughs> the bad boy the group. Um, yeah, <laughs> apparently. Um so they like get inside and chit chat a little bit. Um they look in the hallway and they're like, yeah, yeah, people are going into the janitor's closet and, like, not coming back out. Um, but then he sees the controller policeman. And he was rudely yanking someone along with him. I can see it was a girl. And then he doesn't want to see anymore, so he says, Tobias, I need you to use your hawk size in this short hallway. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tobias fluttered over and stood on his shoulder and... He said, yeah. He pokes his bird head outside of the door. He's like, mm-hmm. Just to verify what Jake is doing. And he says, yes, it's her. Um, Mar- and, like, Jake almost faints because Marco grabbed me because I look like I was about to fall over. They have her. I whispered, the controllers. They have Cassie. What a cliffhanger. Dun, dun, dun. And that's a real cliffhanger. Yeah, that was good. That's how you fucking do it. <laughs> I do. I, I'm very worried for Cassie. Um, I thought the implication was also that maybe some of the controllers were at the, were the security guards at the gardens. Yeah. Or maybe I would love it if that one guy who just is like, hey, and we never see him again. If he came yeah. up later and paid off like yeah. that guy was actually a controller and he was just playing it real cool. And like, with, what if I would love that? What? What if those buckets were full of yurks? Yeah. What if it was? That's what they're bathing in at the yurk pool is just. Yeah, brown smelly stuff, which I still think is manure, but <laughs> poop. Yeah, I think they're taking an exfoliating poop bath, but maybe they're not. Yeah, probably. But yeah, things are picking up. So, join us next month, and we may or may not find out what they're what these yurks are bathing in. I don't want to actually come think about this anymore. You know, we're done. Actually, thanks. <laughs> you know Goodbye. what? We're good. Bye. <laughs>